0: How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have my seasoned co-star with me, Dr. Leneal Mitchell with PhysioGym. How are you doing, Dr. Leneal?
1: All good, Brad. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. So so moving on to six-year-olds, we're having that tightening of muscles. Uh, The body's degenerating a little bit or a lot, depending on the person. Um, I'm I'm saying group 60 plus like common injuries in my mind like the degeneration we're just talking about balance like you were mentioning is uh, not so great mostly because of flexibility and just things are tightening and uh, at least for, for for training a lot of my clients you know that is one of the biggest things we do every every session is balance training and the the biggest risk I see from that for for injuries. It's not, not just the degeneration and maybe they have, you know, the backs going out a little bit more or their their chronic knee pain or they're not anymore the itis, the, the osteosis like you were talking about. These things are progressively getting worse. But without the balance, I'm, see- I'm seeing more people, uh, 60 plus, just hitting the ground, slip, trips, and falls. So now yep. we're not looking at some injury that slowly progresses. This is just a one-time blunt force trauma now. And you're getting broken bones, broken hips, all that kind of stuff. So I imagine those are the type of clients you're getting now, not just the chronic ones. These are the people that just went into the hospital, came out, and now you're, you're trying to build them back back to life.
1: Yeah, I, I would say you know really if we look at the literature, you're you're probably a little early on that. Okay. So I would say the falls don't probably start happening more towards the late seventies, more frequently, right? As you get into your you know more towards your mid seventies and into your eighties, you know I could definitely be wrong about that. Uh, but if you live in Erie, Pennsylvania, where yeah. I was during the winter, we were just talking about this the other day. I mean, you just see a huge influx of broken wrists and, and tibial plateaus and things like that from people slipping on the ice. Yeah. So you start to see that, that earlier, but as you start turning into your sixties, I mean, this is where really the decline starts, right? This yeah. is one of the reasons why Medicare kicks in at 65 and, and uh, retirement and all of those things, the body is really starting to kind of change dramatically from an ability to recover. You know, your neuroplasticity, that's the cool part about it, is always something that you can improve on as no matter at what age you are, but you're starting to see some of these declines that are happening. One of them is, is that your vision really starts to decline around this time, right? So as I was I was kind of getting into the balance, uh, the somatosensory system starts to break down. So what people start doing is relying on their vision to to determine where they are in space, right? So as you become more visually dependent on trying to orient yourself in space, like I know this window is right over here to my left and I know that the wall over here is to my right. I can tell how far this computer is away. So now my body starts to know, okay, we're gonna heavily focus on this system regulate our balance which is probably one of the worst ones because now you're distracting yourself from this feedback that's coming from your body your inner ear is also the other thing you have have your cochlea and all these little receptors in your ear that are determining where your equilibrium is and how the uh, vestibular cochlear system is working you know the vestibular system is your balance system right that's what that's what it's called so you have all these connections with your ears and your eyes and the nerves of your body that are being controlled with your Cerebellum in your brain to basically to allow you to move in space and hold balancing positions and static positions so that further starts to decline with you know this now you're having these issues with vision so as your somatic sensory system is declining maybe your hearing is declining going, yeah. and now your vision is starting to go as well so you really start to become unsafe and one of the problems that we start to see at this age isn't necessarily the falls yet yeah. it's actually fear avoidance Wow. Right? So, yeah. So people will start to slowly say, hi, ah, you know, I'm not going to go over there and do that because I, I know that it's not safe. Right. There they may not be consciously saying that, or I'm not gonna just jump right down on the ground there, or I'm not gonna run up these stairs. You just start to not do it because in your in your visceral, emotional reflexes of your everything that you're processing life, right? And and how you're managing your life, you start to become fear of void. Right. And this is one of the biggest problems that we have as you get older, because, you know, consciously and unconsciously, your body knows, no, you cannot do this safely. Right. And so basically you start to avoid that. Well, guess what happens as you start to avoid all this stuff? Right. You start to further decline your ability to balance and control your mobility. Right. So that inherently just starts to progressively increase this osis issue that we were talking about in the decline. You're not getting the blood flow. You're not getting the muscle memory that you need to get. You're starting to lose elasticity. All of these things, these reflex pathways, you know, ultimately one of the interesting places is that the, uh, do you know what the number one factor that predicts quality of life as you, as you get older? What is it? So it's uh, not usually what everybody thinks. It's actually leg power. It's the ability to how fast that you can sit, uh, sit, go from sit to stand. That's it. Not money. No, not money. Money was what I was thinking back in my head. Not as you get older. Right, exactly. Well, that's what you think. But when you lose your quality of life from mobility issues, it doesn't matter how much money you have.
0: Yeah, you can't move from point A to point B, so... Right. Um, exactly you can use that
1: money to do anything you want to do you know imagine yeah. you could you could you know own your own jet and be able to fly to dubai and get off do, the jet and you can't move yeah. and well, experience the world
0: uh going back to what you were talking about in the 60s of not having the confidence and the fear of certain things and that's what you're subconsciously or consciously you know, thinking about when you're not wanting to do something. And that's funny because in the personal training world, that's the first time we help our clients will say no to us is about that age range. No, no, I'm not doing that. What? Right. I'm, I'm your personal trainer. I'm here. It's safe. This is a safe setup. I'm here with you. And it's still the first no. And, you know, we try to push them or come up with other options, but you already see that's happening and then it just progressively gets worse. And we do less and less and less you know, probably more than the normal 60, 70, 80 year old, at least they're in a gym with a trainer, but they're still not, most of them aren't doing athletic type movements like physio gym would teach them to do. Yeah. Um, which is what I see the need for.
1: So, so. So now you're, you're, you're triggering this for me. Cause now this is the age that we typically see starting to go to physical therapy, right? The interesting thing about this age is that, Probably by this time, you've had at least one round of physical therapy for something. Right. You've been referred to a physical therapist for something. So you've had some experience. This is the problem, in my opinion, that we have in society. Coming back to, I think that you should start having a relationship with a physical therapist probably around 12 or 13 years old, maybe, maybe even, maybe even sooner. But you're typically not getting into your first relationship. And it's also a reactive relationship where you're also being referred by another practitioner to go solve this problem instead of changing the culture of your life. Right, which is what a physical therapist really helps you do. A physical therapist helps you problem solve your functional capability and your resiliency to improve your self efficacy and your confidence. Right. So if you wait until you're in your 50s to go get that information, you've just now built your foundation on a a culture that is lacking of that. Right. You don't know this science and and how to use it for your your, uh, life. The cool part is you don't have to know how to basically rewire your house to turn on a light switch right so it's the kind of the same idea we teach people skills that are very functional and practical that in a a way to think about things you know cognitively and psychologically and how to process how they're living and how they're doing things to get more out of their life but now we're hitting this this 60 air you know area 60 70 years old and now people are going through the joint replacements they're going through the back surgeries at this point they've went through 20 years of injections and pain medications and now they're also starting to Get into where I want to say the, I can't remember what it is. I think it's 20% of people in the United States over the age of 55 have three diagnosed comorbidities. Wow. 20%, right? If you start getting into the data on that, the, the numbers are staggering, right? About how dependent people are becoming on the healthcare system after the age of 55. Right. So now you've got, now you're 10 years past that. You're getting into your 60s, mid 60s, heading towards 70, and you're becoming more and more dependent on the healthcare system. You're having these surgeries. You may have had a heart problem. You know, there's all kinds of different things that start going on. Some of these people are having, they have went through prostate cancer issues or whatever. Right. They're, they have now are literally starting to get enveloped and enwrapped in a scenario where they're dependent on the medical system. The doctor's appointments are becoming more frequent. going to the pharmacy or being on some type of medication is more frequent, and they are starting to become a little more fearful, like you said, but they're also being referred to these special services, and they have Medicare, which covers a lot, right? So which now they start going, oh, well, you know, maybe this is something we're going to use. They're also heading into those retirement years for some people. Right. Where now they're looking at things and going, oh, yeah, this bad knee that I had, I want to enjoy my retirement years. I don't want to have to deal with this knee problem. Meanwhile, they should have been thinking like that 40 years ago. Yeah. Right. Right. So but it's tough. You know, you have to take what's given to you and you know, what's presented and you have to meet people where they're at and do the best that you possibly can. So, you know, the challenge that I find in this population, they're starting to lower their ceiling. They're starting to be happy with less, yep. most of the most of the time. Which you know, you hear this like, oh, you know, that guy Bob with the trick knee, right? Or that's yeah, that Bob with the bad back, you know, and that's how people start to identify themselves as this person that has this problem, especially historically. Now, that's what I like about this new baby boomer population. They're like, no, 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 no. I, I be able to... That's one of the things I love about being out here in Orange County, right? All these people want to be active. I saw this 20 years ago when I started coming out here. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to move out here because people are like, no, this ain't happening to me. Right? Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep, stay young and stay healthy. And look young and stay healthy as well you know people are willing to do some uh, kind of uh, aggressive things to try to try to make that happen which to me a lot of times is out of order it's like again do you realize that you have one leg that's 50 percent weaker than the other yeah so uh, to add to this this is the typically the story that i hear i had a meniscus surgery you know 10 years ago so I tore my knee doing something, whatever it is, I twisted it and I had the surgery. So what happened? Did you do physical therapy? Oh, no, the doctor told me to just go back to my spin class or that, you know, you're pretty physically active. Just go back to your personal trainer. You can work through it. So they, you know, they walk around with a limp for a month, then their knee starts feeling better. It never gets back to hundred percent. They go back into doing whatever they're doing. They develop this huge compensation. And now they're seeing me 10 years later and telling me this story, but it's because they just had a knee replacement. Yeah right we would never do that with who's your favorite football player dan marino dan marino we would never do that with dan marino who's the quarterback to we Posse, what's his name? The, uh, to a, to a, to a logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your boy from the dolphins, right. Or Tom Brady, for example, yeah. is probably the best example. We would never do that with Tom Brady. If Tom Brady had a meniscus surgery, he'd be in therapy two days, two times a day for seven days a week. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And that was what I saw when I was at the university of Cincinnati and I'm going, wait a second, wait a second. Why does my grandma get treated like this? But all these high level athletes are getting this. Okay, I get it on one level, but on the other level, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was what we created the physio gym for, was the, like we were talking about earlier. Let's replicate what we can do for athletes, right, and also for adults. What's going on in these training rooms, right, all across the country? Your average 15-year-old high school kid can't get that. Now, if you're 13, you really can't get it because you are not even, you don't even have an athletic training room to go to, yeah. right? Same thing for these people as they're trying to get, you know, through life and personal training and going to the gym, whatever they're doing, they're trying to train more like an athlete. In fact, a lot of times they're using training programs that are designed for athletes, right? But then they're not doing all the recovery stuff. They're not doing all of the athletic movements. They're not, you know, living a healthy lifestyle like an athlete lives. They're only doing a part of it, right? So the physio gym was designed to be a place that we could provide those services to people and the knowledge and the education and edify them so they literally can change the culture of their life to you know be a, a more high-performing functional more functionally capable person
0: exactly great um so uh thank you uh dr LaNeil for uh coming on our show um for our listeners uh what is the best way to get a hold of you website social media
1: Yep. Yeah. So social media, I'm at Dr. Leneal on Instagram and you can easily find me at Leneal Mitchell on Facebook. You know, I'm pretty responsive to people's you know messages directly. You know Physio Gym F Y Z I O G Y M, like it says on my shirt here. You know if you just search for that, you can find us. We're on social media. You know Physio at Physio Gym Revolution on Instagram, and you know the, the best email to reach me if you're looking at you know trying to set up a consultation we do free consultations both in person and uh you know virtually you would uh, basically look for gym physio g-y-m-f-y-z-i-o at physio gym.com f-y-z-i-o-g-y-m
0: okay and uh like always with all my uh co-stars on all my seasons i'll put all the details in the in the notes section for all our listeners too so the links will be in there you can just click on them Uh, So uh, thank you, Dr. O'Neill, for jumping on the show. And uh, we'll get you back on for another four episodes, hopefully.
1: Awesome. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Cool.